ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, alrighty then. Hey, I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and on the other end of the line, it's my very best friend in all the world, the General Manager of the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club, the Ice King Extraordinaire for the Blazers Ice Center in Oklahoma City, America, Andrew Majakirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Hey, hey, hey. Andrew, I missed you a couple of days ago. I had the Missouri State assistant coach on, and yeah. he, he he wanted to just kind of bust on you a little bit. But uh, oh, he, come you on, you weren't around. I'm their, I'm their biggest fan this season. Come on, <laughs> we're all their biggest fan. Uh, he he enjoys listening to you and all your garbage. So uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anyways, hey, I'm glad you're back. Glad you're back. Yeah, I am here. We got some uh, we got some games to talk about. And uh, so let's let's get right to it. Let's just jump right into it. Missouri State hosted number one Lindenwood over the weekend. Andrew, did you get a chance to look yeah. to watch the games at all? I did not watch the games, but I I did catch them. Pulled up the uh, score sheets Friday night and Saturday night after the after the games were over. Telling you what, Friday night was an absolute heartbreaker. They uh, they they Missouri State takes Lindenwood deep, deep, deep into overtime. In fact, so deep that. Um, Man, I thought they were going to, I mean, I thought, I literally thought they were going to uh, uh, take them to a shootout. Because I knew in a shootout, you know, a- anything is possible. But yep. they had a one to nothing lead on them. Lindenwood ties it up. And instead of just folding their tent, they uh, they were resilient. They took a two to one lead on them in the second period. Lindenwood got a late goal for them. And then, uh, and then that was it. Went all the way through. Third period was uh, scoreless. And... Then they went deep into overtime, Andrew. Yeah, I was going to say, what was it? Twenty seconds left when they uh, when Lindenwood won it. And Andrew, I'm telling you what, with about thirty seconds left, um, with about thirty seconds left, this tall tree of a human being <laughs> jumps off of the Lindenwood bench, like right there at the partition between the two benches, and stands there like a friggin' monolith. Yeah, and the Missouri State kid that's coming up the ice, he's screaming up the ice. He's flying because everybody knows, you know, it's last minute of overtime, and Missouri State's had some decent chances in overtime. Um, they had—I don't know if they lodged an official shot on goal. I'll leave that to you in the score sheet. But they actually had some decent chances. You know, it's three on three; it's a crapshoot. And it was Josh Bell, and Josh Bell just absolutely got plowed into next week. This guy stood still. And Josh bounced off of him yeah. like uh, like a rubber ball off of a brick wall. I mean, and just got hammered. I thought the kid was hurt because yeah. I mean, this tree just stood there. And uh, and Lindawood gets whistled for a penalty, and I thought it was going to be like a charging or a boarding or not a boarding, but like an elbowing or yeah. at the very least an interference. But no, the uh, the the officials call. Uh, I think they called it too many men on the ice. 
Oh, come on. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, well, they, they could have called it whatever. I mean, there's 30 seconds left in the dang game, so it's not like they're going to get much of a power play left, right? And yeah, then too, too many men. Too many men, they called. And then, sure, but you're, you're sitting there thinking, oh, why couldn't this, you know, number one, you hope the kid's okay. But, but it, yeah. it, it's just a brutal, brutal, brutal hit. And then, I mean, to make so you're all you're you're, you're thinking, oh boy, the, the the kid is dead. He's hurt. He's you know, is he alive? Is he is his yeah, neck going to be in four pieces or just you know two? Is yeah. he okay? And uh, okay, well, at least I got a power play out of it. Thirty seconds. Let's see if they can't make something happen here. And sure enough, um, the puck bounces a funky way, and this uh, Lindenwood forward, who's killing it four on three, takes it the, the other way on a breakaway and just goes high glove over the Missouri State goaltender with like 20 seconds to go in the game to just kill everybody at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. Yeah. I had you say it. Vigard Ferret, I think is his name. I don't know how you say his name. Right. Yeah, what, what is that? Is that Russian? Is that Swedish? It, it, it was a killer on Friday night, whatever language it is. Yeah, Portuguese. He's not from Oklahoma. That's all yeah, I know. Portuguese. Hey, if he's a Portuguese, we're, we're going have, to have some talks. Uh, <laughs> V-Guard. V oh, whatever the case is, I mean, he just broke so many hearts. Uh, but it was, a, it was a hell of a game. It was back and forth. Lindenwood and uh, Missouri State went toe-to-toe. And um, just an absolute heartbreaker, heartbreaker. I was, I, I had already, I'm sitting there watching it live or as, as live as it gets on the internet. And I had already scribbled out the, you know, the, 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 whatever score sheet you need for, for a shootout. Cause I was figuring yeah. that's where it was headed. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. Oh, anyways. How'd you like, yeah. Oh, what a, what a heartbreaker. Yeah. I mean, Hey, there was, there were some bright spots for him though. I mean, even though they, even though they had a heartbreaker, you know, uh, Brady Griffin goes stops thirty-seven of forty shots. I yep. mean, yep, that's that's a, that's a bright spot. Um, Lyndon Wood over over two in the power play during the regular um, regular uh, oh uh, regulation. I'm trying to say there, <laughs> Missouri State one for five on the power play. So hey, I mean they, you know they they did their job there. You know that's a plus. That's a win for Missouri State, isn't it? So, only given Lindenwood two power plays. I mean, because we all know you live and die by the power play with Lindenwood. That's and, exactly uh, right. I think the I think the only thing if you know if, if the coaches were to talk to us and tell us, you know, they'd probably like to see more shots. I think they ended up with eighteen in regulation and then one in overtime for a total of nineteen. Yep. So yep. You know, that's probably probably a little bit more production in that area would would have benefited a little bit. And a lot of those shots, especially later in the game and second and probably, you know, midway through the, up to midway, three quarters of the way through the third, a lot of those shots were from the outside. So Linda Wood yeah. always does a good job keeping the shots keep, to the outside. Keep the outside, yeah. And if, and you know, one thing with uh, Cooper Seedock from Linda Wood, he was in net, you know, if that kid sees it, he's going to stop it, you know, it's, yeah. And they, and they do a great job, like I said, of keeping stuff to the outside and he sees a lot of shots coming and makes a lot of saves. But you, you hit the nail on the head, Missouri State. You know, normally a, a, a team known for taking penalties um, and giving away power plays. They played a, a clean, a fairly undisciplined game. What did you say? Two power plays for Lindenwood? Yeah, yeah, all for two on the uh, all for two on the power play there. Yeah, and then uh, um, I mean, and Griffin played his. You know, it was probably one of the 
one of the better games that he's played. It reminded me a lot of that uh, game that he played down at Nationals against Adrian, yeah. uh, where it was a one to nothing, and they scored late. What with like two or three minutes to go in the game at Nationals. Yeah, I, I mean, remember that. He just stood on his head and uh, he 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 played lights out. So Friday night was a was a heartbreaker, and then Saturday night went about as expected. After yeah. something like that, you you have you have two choices, right? Playing Lindenwood, you can you know come back and just take it to them, or you can sit there and go, man, they beat the Air Eleven crap out of us because they're physical, they're big, and yeah, they're physical. Yeah, look here, they just you wear you down. And, yep, yeah, that's that's a pretty fair assessment there. Yeah, and then you look at the penalties again. You know, uh, you know, Missouri State reverted back to kind of old school. Um, you know, taking some. Taking some yes. bad penalties. Yeah, but hey, you know, the, the PK on Saturday, I mean, Lyndon Wood went one for five on the power play. So, I mean, yeah, even though they, you know, they had a total of, what was it here? Let me, let me see here. Nine and nine infractions, but five power plays total, and they held them for one to five. So, I mean, hey, that's... That's not that's not shabby, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the, the flip of that is they went zero and four on the uh, themselves. So yeah, it uh, uh, again. I mean, it's it's it, w- it was a good weekend for those guys and uh, for the Missouri State guys. Uh, they lose on Saturday. What's it? Five to one. Five one. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it's they've come a long way. Missouri State's come a long way from that thirteen to three beating that they took at the beginning yes. of the semester. Um, and you know, they showed on Friday night that, uh, you know, they can play with the big boys. Yep. You know, they can hang with number one. Yeah. I, I like where they're, I, you know, I'd, even though they went over two on the weekend, I would definitely say they're trending upwards right now. So, well, yeah, we're, we're going to find out. I mean, they've, they can build on this or they can, uh, you know, be down in the dump. So nah, I would. I would say this is a building, a stepping stone. Not, I would say they're going in the right direction. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Hey, let's look over some uh, some other scores. I, well, look, that's it from the WCHL, right? Nobody else is yep. playing. Um, I think it's fairly fair to say with about uh, three weeks, 27 days actually left to go before the final, um, what do we now know, 25 days left to go before the uh, final game that counts for nationals. It's probably... If you haven't gotten started, you're it's probably you're not too late. Started. Yeah. Yep. Not so, totally. And, and and before we leave the Missouri State thing, the you know, they on Friday night, Missouri State's heart gets ripped out, gets broken with twenty seconds left to go. Consolation prize, computer sees that as a tie. That mm-hmm. doesn't see that as a win or as a, or as a loss. Yeah. It's a tie. So for Missouri State on the weekend, they had a tie with number one and they had a four goal loss to number one. So uh, not not bad. I mean, obviously you'd love to get a win. Yeah, love um, to notch one in the W column, but hey. But it's better than again thirteen to three. It's better than two gigantic losses. So that that's right. Positive. Hey, let's talk about some other games. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Maryville and Midland from the B Conference played a series of games in uh, scenic Fremont, Nebraska, just outside of Omaha. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Saints or the Bulldogs or whatever they're called, I think they're the Saints. Maryville, the Saint Bernards. I get confused because yeah. they're are they the Saints? <laughs> are they the Dogs? What are they? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, uh, but no, they're the Saints. I just get in grief. They're the Saints. Uh, Maryville ends up sweeping Midland four to three on Friday night, and then nine to one on Saturday. Ooh. So yeah. I don't think that- 
I don't think that bodes well for my factor fiction coming up. <laughs> well, luckily, well, you never know. I think you're. I think you're going to turn out all right. Um, let's see here. Uh, Davenport lost a couple of games over the weekend, you, so Davenport jumps out uh, of the jumps out for the semester like a like gangbusters and gets ranked way up there, like uh, five or six. And you know they lose to Calvin. Now they lost to Adrian, eleven to one. How are they not number two? <laughs> you never know. And in mm-hmm. fact, I'll, I'll tell you, Andrew, Davenport last night. Um, well, here I'm looking at it. Davenport played Calvin, and they lost last night, eight to three. So Davenport's oh. losing, losing, losing. Oh, I know. What a That's deal. All right. That's all right, though. Your favorite team in all the world, Ohio, uh, mm-hmm. traveled to Lynchburg, America. Mayberry RFD and played two games <laughs> against Liberty on Friday night. Liberty beat them four to one. And then on Saturday night, Liberty laid to Maryville onto Ohio and smoked them nine to one. Oh, now come on here. Yeah. I, we could talk about how that worked out in the rankings, but uh, Ohio is now officially one and nine, one and nine on the season. Now they have, mm-hmm. they have like the second toughest schedule in all of the, Oh, don't don't bring that garbage in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. Yeah. According to the according to the computer, you know, all their games are against one, two, and three. Uh, yeah, but you got you got to <laughs> win some of these games. And you got to and you got to be in some of these games, and they're not doing either. All right, contain some of that fire there, amigo. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna let you loose here in a second. <laughs> Illinois got underway uh, over the weekend. They played the former Robert Morris, Illinois, uh, now called Roosevelt. And uh, Illinois smoked them ten to one and eleven to one, um, but I don't know that I don't know that Illinois's got any more games um, on the docket. On the docket, if they do, it's I'm just kind of scrolling through the rest of the season here, and I don't see any more. Um, that could be it, and I don't know that those two teams are going to be able to. I was told that neither one of those teams can leave the state of Illinois to play games. Yeah, so they, even if they were to go to nationals, that they may not make it anyway. Yeah, so that's uh, they might not be able to accept it. So yeah. Anyways, all right. So that's about the, and then we had some games out of uh, out of Michigan. You know, uh, Aquinas, Indiana Tech, Concordia, Ann Arbor, Cleary. Well, who cares? Yeah. yeah. The one game that we do care about, um, and it'll, it'll it's going to transition us into a little bit of fact or fiction. It was Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, playing Canisius. Mm-mm-mm. Robert Morris and Canisius did indeed play, and Robert Morris beat them 5-3. to three. Robert Morris is from that terrible Pittsburgh conference, and Canisius is from that terrible Buffalo conference. And Andrew, that All was right. number one in our Factor Fiction. I said, would Robert Morris and Canisius play, they, that they would indeed play their game, Factor Fiction? You said fact, so that's a winner for you. Oh, boy. I'll put that down as a W. Uh-huh. Lindenwood versus Missouri State. I said, Mo State wins a game, and you said fact. I was close. You know, I might, I might just that's give a, you I might give you a half. That's a half, a, that's a half a point right there. There you go. I might give you a half because of the tie, the Friday night tie. Um, Ohio at Liberty. I said, fact or fiction, Ohio sweeps, and you said fiction. I, yes, I did. That's a W uh, for you. I was right. Maryville at Midland, I asked, would uh, it be a split? And you said it would be fact. It would be a split. 
and that's a loss. Uh, that's a loss. Now, uh, we also had a little side bet on that one, right? We had a side bet that uh, number 40 uh, for Midland would have oh, 10 yeah, minutes, yeah. would have over under of, of my, uh, yeah, 10 minutes. My boy, my boy Senko, I forgot about him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, what? Uh, six minutes total. Come on. Uh-huh. Six, six minutes total. <laughs> that, that bum must have been listening or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look at it to confirm, Andrew, okay? I don't want to give you bad info. So while we're going through, that was a little side bet. Well, here we go. Um, Roosevelt, uh, the last one on Factor Fiction that we played last week, Roosevelt splits with Illinois. Um, you said that would be fiction. Illinois would sweep them. That's a win. So out oh, of three and a half, you have three and, half. three and a half wins and one and a half losses. So how about oh, that? I was, I was on fire. En fuego you were. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Well, we'll see how you do uh, next week. I, I was on fire last week, on fire the week before. Hmm. <laughs> I, might, I might go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, just come over here, let me rub your belly really quick for good luck. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, I'm going to look up, before we go, I need to, you know, this ACHA website, I got to, it's terrible. Um, yeah, it's a little hard to navigate through right it now. Really, it really is. Okay, penalty minutes, 133 penalty minutes for uh, for our boy number 40 from Midland. Um, let's see per game. Oh, here we go. Game by game. Maryville. He hasn't got a, he he hasn't had, got a game all season with, <laughs> with less than six foot only minutes. I, I was sorry. It wasn't six. It was eight. He had four minutes in each game. Come on. <laughs> hey. The week, hey. the week before he had to have been listening the week before against Missouri state, he had 14 the week before that uh-huh. against Jamestown, he had 22. Uh-huh. uh-huh. See there? <laughs> yeah. I think and he was he, putting it to you. And then he wants to come out and be a saint this past weekend. <laughs> come on. So that would, I think, actually makes it three and a half to three and a half. And so that's a push. That would be a push for Andrew for the weekend since uh, oh. you blew that one so badly. God. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he had to have been listening. <laughs> He's trying to put the screws to you. Oh, totally is. <laughs> hey, we had the uh, Andrew here. Here, get, get put on your uh, folks. If you're listening, put on your flame resistant pants because Andrew's coming <laughs> coming with a hot take here. Yeah. The um the the ACHA released its third ranking this week earlier today and um on Wednesday they they released these things Andrew it's kind of nice. Every Wednesday at noon Eastern, 11 Central, mm-hmm. like clockwork, here comes the ranking. Number 1 Lindenwood, number 2 Adrian, number 3 Liberty, number 4 Minot. They stayed the same. Number 5 was the same Iowa State. No movement there. 1 2 3 4 and 5 are all the same. Indiana Tech is number six, and look who's number seven. It's the Missouri State Ice Bears. Very, very deserving. Three spots up from number 10. That uh, Friday night tide did an awful lot of help for them, didn't it? Yes, it did. And then coming in at number eight is your favorite team uh, this season, Ohio. And one that would be one and nine, Ohio. Maybe that's where they got one. the number eight ranking. One from minus nine is eight. So Ohio oh. is eighth. Oh. Uh, Lawrence Tech is number nine. Illinois is number ten. Illinois with two wins over terrible Roosevelt comes in at number ten. Comes in all the way at number ten. I got a feeling they'll fall like a rock. Um, yeah, or or, or they'll just stay in the middle of the rankings. Uh, or I, they'll move. Or they'll move up. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maryville is number twelve. Uh, no, Maryville is number eleven. Aquinas twelve. Jamestown thirteen. 
Roosevelt new to the rankings at 14, Davenport 15, Calvin 16, McKendry from the B Conference at 17, Midland at 18, Concordia, Ann Arbor, Waldorf. Waldorf has to love all these other teams getting in the mix because they're no longer the worst team in the ACHA um, because after Waldorf is Rochester and Cleary. So uh, now Cleary will move up because they beat Davenport tonight or what? last night. The the Illinois scores. What were those this past weekend? 10-1, 11-1. All right. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'd, I'd be upset if I was Maryville. Yeah. They, they should be in that number 10 spot. <laughs> well, they would, uh, they'll, they'll probably end up being there. I, like I said, I don't know that Illinois is uh, going to be able to make it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so here, let, it's, it, Andrew, I'm going to give you the floor. You want to rail on Ohio, one and nine Ohio. One and nine Ohio. Yet they're ranked number, what is it, number eight in the nation. Number eight in the nation. One and nine Ohio. Go. They have a, they have 17 goals for on the season, 48 goals against on the season. Oh. For, for a goal differential of minus 31. That's almost like three to three to one against. Oh, it's not even it's not even that close. Goals for per game is one point seven. Goals against per game is four point eight. So they're basically losing five to two every night. They take the ice. Wow. So so they're not even they're not even and I get your argument of either they're playing all the big boys. They they've got the second ranked schedule in in the ACHA and all that. I, I get that. Yep. But if you're not in these games and you and you can't win one of these games, what good does that do? What good does it do? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So Friday night, four to one loss. Saturday, a nine to one loss. Yep. On Friday night, I believe the shots were 33-31 Liberty. If I remember off the top of my head. The uh Saturday night, Ohio had a total of 17 shots. They didn't. They weren't there. They were not there. If you want to run with the big boys, you have to beat the big boys, or you just have to hang in there with them. Yeah. And after this pitiful performance, they only dropped two spots. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Mate, you're saying that the Ohio Bobcats must have gone out and partied on uh, Friday night in Lynchburg, Virginia, and that's why they uh, got smoked Seven. on Saturday. Only 17 shots. 17 shots on goal. Nine to one loss. They, yeah. they were just going through the motions. Well, they're the beneficiary of a small season, a short season, and a, I mean, look at their schedule, right? They've only played Lindenwood, they've only played uh, Adrian, and yep. they've. I think they will have played eight games total with Liberty. Yeah. So it, it shows the power of scheduling for sure. Yeah, it um, sure does. You know, it sure does. So it's uh and and it shows what happens when you win or lose, if you even if you you're getting blown out, you know, if you schedule, you know, the the first part to getting a good ranking is to have a great schedule. You know, and that's yep. one of the benefits of the Western Collegiate League is win or lose, you're playing top notch teams. Yes. Week in, week out. Week almost. in, week out. So you're gonna get the benefit of that. And Ohio's proven that. Now the the sad thing is, the terrible deal is Ohio's not gonna have a regular uh, season where because Ohio normally plays like a bunch of you know weak teams like a John Carroll and a Kent State and a West Virginia and yeah. a, you know teams that are local in addition to their killer Central States League schedule of Iowa State Lindenwood Illinois um so they're uh you know and it's it's the 
it's their lack of having those weak teams on their schedule that is that's allowing them to, you know, inf- yep. that's inflating their ranking and allowing them to stay up there in the top 10, even though they've only won one out of 10 games. One out of 10. Yeah. 10, 10%. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at their, uh, <laughs> when you look at their, and the computer, the game performance, I mean, Adrian is like 12-1 and one on the season. Lindenwood is 9-0-1. Oh, they now have a tie. Liberty is 4-2. Minot is 10-2-4. And, and then you've got Ohio at 1-9. and nine. You have all these winning records, winning records, winning records, and then you got and then, Ohio. Yeah. Boom. I mean, not even their, their goal differential of minus 31, it's like fourth worst. And, you know, I think one of the teams had a – was like a minus 50 something when I looked at it and you know, here they are minus 31 and they're the number eight team in the nation in the ACHA. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Well, yeah. we'll, when, we'll when see. When you look at the, when you look at the numbers of the game, of the actual games, it kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit, but <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it works itself out. Well, and you got Lawrence tech who's uh, they're in there just ahead of, uh, or just oh, behind yeah. Ohio. And they're what? Oh and one, oh, one, oh and one. Yeah, there you go. And both, but the one that they have is an overtime win. So in the eyes of the computer, they got no wins, no losses, two ties. Yeah. But because of that, and, they're number eight or whatever and, they are, and, number ten. Yeah, number nine. Yeah. Nine, and then, there you, and go. then you got, then you got teams like, oh, uh, Maryville and and Jamestown and some of these teams and that are in that are out playing every weekend and are making a go of it. And, and they're behind them. I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> not a, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan of the shortened season. Andrew would rather have, if we're going to have a computer, we're going to go with uh, regular long season rankings. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Any more uh, teams you want to put on, you want to flambe or anything? Oh no. Oh no. Just Ohio. Because I'll probably be calling a bunch of these guys trying to schedule tomorrow. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you if you could hold on, I'm posting the podcast for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listens. Nobody listens to this thing. Yeah. You, you should know that by now. Nobody listens oh, to yeah. us. Oh yeah, we're not hockey boys. So that's right. All right, hey, let's do this. Let's uh, take a quick little break, and then we'll uh, come back. Let's talk nationals. We'll do a little fact or fiction for this week. We'll look at the upcoming uh, games, and then let's get into what I really want to talk about, okay? Oh, boy, I can hardly wait. Hold on. Let's do that hockey. Yes, let's do that hockey. Yeah. Andrew. So the one thing. Yeah. Also, I was going to say real quick. The one thing, since you just got through bagging on on the rankings and all that stuff. and uh, Me? Oh, yeah, me? Oh, yeah, we, Wait a oh, second. Yeah, we, yeah, we're cohorts in this deal. The, uh, <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we nudged them a little bit about the website being a little hard to get around in. Yeah. I, I am going to give props to the new website and the scoring system and all that. Because yeah. a couple of clicks of my mouse 
um, today, and I was able to find all those stats on Ohio, the goals for, against, differentials, all that stuff, and it was all right there, and I knew it was right and accurate, and I could trust it. So I, I will give props to that real quick. Andrew, you are the only person in America right now giving props to the ACHA hockey website. <laughs> I'm telling you what. I didn't say it was easy to find it. I just said I, <laughs> I, I got there with a couple of clicks, and yeah. And I knew it was right. Well, I tell you this, I, I'm very happy with the hockey stats uh, or the league stats um, package from, from Hockey Tech. It works wonders. It's doing great, and people have really taken to it. I just wish the uh, presentation on the website was a little bit different. Um, yes. And at this point in time, I would say the uh, website is, uh, I have a good friend out of Albany, New York. He says that uh, what we're really in need of is a cake decorator, not a cake baker. Yes. So, uh, the, the cake, up a little bit. that's right. The cake is baked. We just need to find someone who can decorate it. And right now it just has one of those. It's like you, you, you took the, uh, the frosting right out of the can and just smeared it over it as opposed <laughs> to giving it to, you know, buddy from, uh, that, that bakery show and letting him put the Eiffel tower or something on it. You know, it, it looks like something you and I would do. The, there we go. It looks homegrown, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It looks it homegrown. Oh boy. All right. Hey. Like- Go Looks ahead. like somebody in, the, in their basement <laughs> did this one, right? A Blazers Ice Center production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> Whole lot of scotch tape and bubble gum. There we go. <laughs> That's right. Well, Andrew, we've had a total. Even though there's 22 teams in the in the ranking, uh, we have now a total of 25 teams that have actually played games. 25 men's division one teams that have played games. Um, three teams uh, that are not in the included in the rankings because they've only played one game. Uh, well, I, let's talk about it. William Patterson from that terrible uh, Philadelphia league. Um, they played some Division two team twice. I think it's Montclair State, and that's in fact that's the only game, the only team they have scheduled. So I don't know how they're going to get ranked if they're only playing Division two teams. Yeah. Um, and then we have the. Robert Morris out of Pittsburgh and the Kinesius out of Buffalo. Those guys have only played one game. And apparently uh, this week, the, the rules are that you have to have at least two games played to be ranked, um, which I, you know, it's kind of a, well, I, I, I mean, it work, it works for them, but you know, it also benefits Illinois and Roosevelt. So what a coin yeah. to think. Yeah. You still have to play one game to qualify for nationals. Yeah, apparently, apparently. So, um, yeah, so so uh, all ten auto bids are or auto bid conferences are playing or have played at least one game, and um, so that that affects. We think it affects. I think it's going to affect the format for nationals. Uh, for officially, uh, very officially, the um, format for nationals is the same as always, right? Twenty teams. Yeah. But realistically, we only have 25 out of 72 teams. We've got, what, one-third playing. Yeah, one-third, yep. So it makes sense to maybe go to, you know, one-third of 20 to to play, you know, break, break the field down by one-third and maybe go with, like, 10 or 12. Um, but uh, but I think with these other teams getting, uh, getting uh, started, I think reality is we're probably going to – the field is going to be expanded from 12 – to a 16-team tournament, and it's going to basically go back to the old-fashioned way of uh, what happened. Instead of, you know, right now on Thursdays, you have 13 playing 20, and then the winner of yeah. that game gets to go play number one or something like that, right? Uh, 
Now it's going to be 1 versus 16. Ooh, so nice. congr- congratulations, Kinesius or, yeah. or Robert Morris. Here, here you go. Here's here's the Lindenwood fighting zombos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? good luck. Yeah, so uh, we, you know, we were just talking about how they, you know, they just physically beat up poor Missouri State. Yeah, and, and Missouri uh, State's a real deal. Yeah, exactly. They've got some players. They got some boys in that team. So imagine what they're going to do to all these uh, these little high school kids coming out of Robert Morris or Canisius oh, or wherever. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, those kids better start say, praying the rosary right now. Uh, uh, no doubt. Yeah, don't no wait. Doubt. Don't wait till intermission or pregame. <laughs> yeah. Get a head start. Say say some hail marys. <laughs> so I think that's what's going to happen. Um, now, if in in very unofficially i mean it's we're doing this on wednesday night march the third i think probably tomorrow march the fourth we might kind of put that in stone so we're looking at 16 teams um and what that what what that'll do is um it will allow for if there are teams that do take the auto bid they won't they won't be kicking out like numbers nine or number 10 or 12 right they'll be kicking out yeah 14 15 and 16 so, uh, yeah, right now, if nationals were to go right now, based on the, uh, based on the, um, the, the ranking that we just got through, it'd be Lindenwood taking on number 16, whoever that is. And that's, let's say William Patterson, oh. uh, number two, Adrian taking on, let's say Kinesius and Liberty taking on Robert Morris, right? Number 14. And then after that, we get the fun games. Minot, number four, number four, would take on number 13, Jamestown. They've only played 100 games. Yeah, what's going to happen there? Yeah. Yeah, and now they, they have to go all the way to St. Louis to play 101. Yeah, I, I, if I was those guys, I'd be asking if I couldn't play at home. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, things are going to change here pretty soon, yeah. especially probably more so the Jamestown ranking than the Minot State ranking. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, but then we have five twelve, which is Iowa State Aquinas, six eleven, Indiana Tech Maryville, seven ten. Right now it would be Missouri State, Illinois, assuming Illinois plays. Yep. And then eight nine. What a battle. One oh, and nine yeah. Ohio versus O O and two Lawrence Tech. What a what a snoozer. <laughs> and the in the three teams that would have been bumped would have been 14 Roosevelt, 15 Davenport, and 16 Calvin. So, I mean, that's a lot better. Because if you did a 12-team tournament and you bump some teams, you're bumping Aquinas, yeah. Illinois, and Lawrence Tech. You know, yeah. 9, 10, and 12, as, as opposed to bumping 14, 15, and 16. So, uh, anyways, I think that's what we can look forward to, a 16-team tournament starting on Friday, April the 16th, ending as normally on Tuesday, April the 20th. And it would just go uh, four days. One through one would play 16, and so one through four would play 13 through 16. Yep. Winners would get the next day off, would get Saturday off, while five and five through 12 play one another. Then uh, quarterfinals Sunday, semifinals Monday, final championship game on Tuesday night. Oh boy. Yeah. So it could be kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you're going to be present for all the action, huh? You know, I'm debating. I'm debating. You know, I said I wasn't going to go anywhere until I got my, you know, vaccination and everything. And I got my vaccination, so I'm okay. I got my second dose, so I'm, yeah. you know, and, and I've I've had COVID. So, you know, you would think, boom, I've, I'm okay. Yeah. But I don't know. There's still a huge part of me that's like, mm, I think I'm just going to sit. I don't know. I Right now I'm up in the air. 
There you go. So I don't know. I've I've told them I'm coming, but I might have to change my mind. <laughs> uh, change minds. Yeah, I might change. Yeah, you know, my, my you know how I've got uh, got to worry about some stuff here with my family, uh, yeah. spe- specifically my wife, and I've got to uh, want to make sure I'm not away. We're we're you know we have our own little uh, business too, our own little office. Want to make sure that that's taken care of and. While I can, uh, normal times, it's not a, it's not a problem to break away. Um, these are not normal times. Nope. So, uh, eh, that's just making me wonder. We'll see. Uh, my, my, if I, if I were to bet right now, both me and her will be in St. Louis, but, um, we'll see. You're, you're, you're growing up on us. Yeah. Cho- choosing work over hockey right before our eyes. <laughs> oh, choosing family, <laughs> choosing family over hockey, right? <laughs> so I don't know that I want to be away with so, you know, she's not, she, well, we don't need to get deep, too deep into it, but I don't, I, I need to be nearby her. So, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see. Hey, let's talk about some, uh, some games upcoming this weekend, and then we can get into a little bit of uh, fun time with you, some predictions. Oh boy. I know, I know, I know. Jamestown is traveling to Michigan. They're going to go play Adrian this weekend. Actually, they play Thursday and Friday night. Jamestown at Adrian. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? And this, oh, hey, no, 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 I, I, leave it alone because I've already put it down in your fact or fiction. We're going to talk okay. about that. Um, okay. other other games to think about. Lindenwood is going to be at Iowa State this weekend. That should be a fun little series. Number one That'd versus be, number five. Yeah. Uh, out of the Western Collegiate League, Missouri State, fresh off of a uh, uh, Lindenwood, a nice weekend versus Lindenwood. Uh, goes to Maryville to take on the uh, leaders, the current leaders of the B Conference, the Saints. Uh, Andrew, your Ohio team gets to host mm-hmm. Liberty again. I think this is game, uh, I think this is it. Is this game seven and eight, or do they play one more time? Uh, you know, uh, oh, this is game six and seven. Because Ohio, Ohio goes to Liberty in late March. Yes. Golly, man. They must really like one another. Oh. Kirk Kirk Candy is a great guy, and he must have just you know thought he fell out of the lucky tree by getting Ohio into a schedule a hundred times. Little did he know he's going to beat beat up on him a hundred and one times. Just beat the yeah, you beat their loving you know what out of them. Yeah. Well, and then uh, let's see here. We've got some other games: uh, Aquinas, Rochester, Indiana yeah. Tech, Cleary, yawn, yawn, yawn. Yeah. Yeah, I see here that West Virginia is supposed to play Robert Morris this weekend. We'll see how that if that actually goes or not. But uh, Andrew, do you how do you, how are you feeling up on a little fact or fiction? Are you ready to do some predictions oh, for us? Oh, I'm on fire. Oh, you're in fuego. I wish I had a sound effect for that, but I don't. <laughs> I don't have any sound effect for for on fire. All I all I have is like, you know, I have that, <laughs> you know, and uh, here let me see here. Uh, in, ooh, en fuego. There we go. A little, there you go. I'm on fire. Or boom. All right. I like that. Maybe that's a little too loud. Dan. All right. So here we go, Andrew. Fact or fiction? Missouri State sweeps Maryville. Fact. Fact. Really? Hmm. All right. Well, I, I mean, as the as since we're on the WCHL podcast, I have to say, well, of course. Yep. But I'm also the commissioner of the B Conference, and Maryville's playing well. They are playing. They are playing uh, well. They're you know, coming off a sweep of their own. Sweep of their own, and um, you know they're not they're they're not coming off of getting beat up by Lindenwood. So uh, um, hopefully, hopefully Missouri State can uh, can pull it off. But if not, I also wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way. So yeah, 
All right, so if let's see here. Number two, Jamestown is at Adrian. Here we go, Andrew. Factor fiction, Jamestown splits with the number two team in the nation, the Adrian Bulldogs. That is fiction. Fiction? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, Adrian all the way. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jamestown sweeps him. No, Adrian all the way. All right, here, I'm going to write this down. Adrian sweep. All right, well, that might be a little side. We'll see. Um, here we go. Liberty at Ohio. Oh. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, don't you? <laughs> Ohio, fact or fiction, Ohio splits with Liberty this weekend. Mm. It's at Ohio, too. Not a chance. <laughs> fiction, Andrew says. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Liberty yeah. takes two. Liberty takes two. Isn't it funny that the only uh, game that, number one, we usually don't talk about the other OU at all. Ohio mm. University, but um, mm. the only game they've won is against Adrian. And that's Adrian's only loss, too. How yeah, about that? Yeah, it's kind of weird. You would think that with as many times as they played Liberty, that they would have gotten one of them off of them by now, but uh, not, no no, luck. Wow. They got hammered 9-1 to one with 17 shots on goal. I don't know <laughs> if they're really into it at this point. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got uh, one, two, three, four more. Ready? Yep. Uh, Midland uh, goes to Waldorf this weekend. Waldorf is O and forever on the season. They've won two games, but they were against uh, Division Two St. Cloud State. But in terms of Division One games, they've lost every Division One game. And it's uh, senior weekend for Waldorf. So Andrew, fact or fiction? Waldorf splits the weekend with Midland. Midland sweeps. Ooh, so another fiction, boy. So you're going heavy on the fiction this weekend. It must yeah. be it must be because it's read across America week and you, so you're heavy on the fiction because uh because of that, right? Well, it's read across America week and they're not reading Dr. Seuss, so I'm out. <laughs> All right, side bet here, number forty. Oh, okay. Number forty Senko, over under ten minutes, penalty minutes. Over. <laughs> That's just your constant bet, right? Yep. All right, there we go. Hey, we'll see. It's Midlands. I mean, it's it's Waldorf, so he, he might go nutty against them. We'll see. Yeah, he could. He could. All right, um, here we go. Fact or fiction, Andrew. In a fight, if there was a fist fight on the ice between Maryville's head coach, John Hogan, and Missouri State's head coach, Jeremy Law, fact or fiction, Ooh. Jeremy Law wins. Remember, this is the WCHL mm-hmm. podcast, and remember, uh-huh. most of the listening audience is out of Missouri State. John Hogan's not married? John Hogan See? is not married. So he's single. He's single, and he's younger. And he's younger. Now, he doesn't have, his haircut is old, whereas Jeremy Law's haircut <laughs> is very young. <laughs> but his body is young, whereas Jeremy yeah. Law's his body's a little bit older than John, probably by a year or two. Okay, so... So I'm just I'm just asking you. Let's just say that all hell breaks loose, and like it's a old Central Hockey League brouhaha. Guys climbing the glass, getting after one another. It's Doug Sauter versus Gary Unger. It's <laughs> uh, it's John Hogan versus Jeremy Law. Who throw? Who takes it? Who wins? I've I've, I've been on a, I've been in an off ice fight with Doug in another team before, and I'm not taking Doug in that. I, I, that's not the question, okay? You're di- you're, yeah. you're distracting. You're distracting <laughs> yeah. from from the question here. So so I've got some I've got some analytics for you that that's going to help me in my decision making. <laughs> okay. Jerry Law, yes. a little older, yes. a little older, yes. a little maybe a little tired. Ooh, you doesn't, said it. Doesn't 
Doesn't doesn't have as cool a haircut as Hogan. Oh come on! Have you not seen? <laughs> I've seen Hogan. He's got that long hair. He, he's a ladies' man. He, uh, have you not seen Jeremy's haircut? He looks like he's a, he's a metrosexual. He's got one of these fades <laughs> and everything. It looks like he uh, he must go in once a week to get the hair done. Does he get his eyebrows waxed? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked, but I'll leave that to you next time we see him. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe you can ask him what, what his thoughts are on Brazilians and stuff. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm I'm going. Lazy wins the fight. Lazy wins the fight. All right. So and that's a fact, he, is what you're saying. And, he, and and here's my rationale behind it. Let's he's hear it. Father, he's a father of three girls, I believe. Yes. So a father of girls, we always have a lot of pent up frustration. So. <laughs> Here it is. Lazy wins. All right. All right. I think Lazy wins just because he's got a lot of uh he's got a lot of experience. And while Hogan might uh have a lot of juice and have a lot of uh, vim and vigor, I think he'll spend himself quickly, whereas Lazy will out <laughs> outlast him and just wait till he's dog tired and then plow him into the ice. So that's that's what I would say. And there then and and at the end of it. Lozzie's haircut will still look the same as it did when it started. It will not move during the entire fight. He's got it glued in place, right? Yeah. All right. So there we go. Um, so we get some game results. We get a fight result. It's not going to happen, but it's a what if, and it's yeah. a little bit of fun. Um, oh, bonus question here, though, for you, Andrew. Okay. Bonus question. Chick-fil-A sauce Ooh. versus Polynesian sauce. Oh. Polynesian sauce is better. Fact or fiction? Mm. Come on, and, and they're both from Chick Fil A. And the reason why I'm asking, I was at the store earlier, and now apparently Chick Fil A is marketing the their Chick Fil A sauce and their Polynesian sauce in one pint, sixteen ounce containers, and I could buy them at three dollars and forty eight cents a bottle at Walmart. Hands down, not even close. Like it shouldn't even be a topic of discussion right now. The Chick Fil A sauce is way better. Oh, so you're so you're going fiction on that one. Polynesian sauce is not better than Chick Fil A yeah. sauce. All right, all right, all right. I see how this is. So uh, it's Read Across America Week, and Andrew is leaning heavily on fiction this week as a result. Yeah, yeah, sticking with the theme. Saying it's fact that Missouri State will sweep Maryville. And that it's fact that Lozzie will take out Hogan if indeed there is a coach fight during the game. But everything else is fiction. That Adrian will sweep Jamestown, that Ohio will uh, lose both games to Liberty, and that Midland will win both games at Waldorf. And that Chick-fil-A sauce is much better as the more superior sauce than Polynesian sauce. Yeah. And I, I I hope the fight never comes. I hope it never gets to that point. But the other part of me, the more cynical side of me, thinks that that would just be absolutely fantastic to witness no 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 it would be ter- come on as a commissioner i would hate it because i'd have to deal oh, with the yeah, after no, effects it'd be fun yeah, to watch wanna, yeah it'd be fun to watch but yeah all yeah you don't want it to happen yeah but, but then i'd know, have to deal the, with all the baloney afterwards the little, the little more sinister side of you you're like yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch for a minute or two yeah i mean maybe maybe you know they had a little deal it's like celebrity boxing yeah. You know, uh, at the end of you know, like at the end of the the basketball or the baseball season, they would get these guys and put them in a boxing ring, and you found out that this no name defensive back was you know the baddest of them all, and you know that's that's all I was thinking is you know Hogan's a little feisty, Jeremy can get a little feisty, you know what 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 if? 
Maybe we should have done that first semester to keep us all entertained. <laughs> WCHL Fight Club? ACHA Fight Club. <laughs> uh, you know what the first rule of Fight Club is, right? Don't, don't talk about it. Oh, don't talk geez. about it. Yeah, we're yeah, in trouble yeah. now. Yeah, hush, hush. All right. Well, there you go. A little fact or fiction for us. Uh, man, we're really struggling, aren't we, for uh, stuff to talk about. Jeez. <laughs> we're talking about Polynesians awesome, you know, make-believe fights. Well... All right, Andrew, I told you last week we we're talking about uh, uh, music that was getting us through the pandemic and that was helping us out. Yep. I mean, you and I disagreed vehemently on the Foo Fighters. And so I said, okay. I, I said, okay. Andrew has bad taste, but that's okay. I, I, I've gone back and listened to it again, and I'm still standing firm on my stance. Yeah, you're just, it's all right. It's all right. You just, uh, you know, I, I I I respect your I respect your uh, your opinion, even though I don't agree with it. <laughs> so, uh, but let's let's talk now about stuff that's on the television or movies or whatever it is. You know, nowadays they're doing movies on TV yeah. since you can't go to a movie house or a theater yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's weird. So, uh, well, I, I don't know. I kind of like it. Uh, stuff premieres live on TV, and uh, you can watch it sitting there. Uh, you know, in your skivvies while you're. Uh, in your living room, you know, you don't have yep. to get dressed up and spend a gazillion dollars. So I kind of like it. But uh, are there any TV shows, Andrew, that have flipped your lid during the pandemic that you've sit there and said TV shows or movies or something where you said, man, this is really, really good? I am I am boring when it comes to TV because I don't watch it that much. Come on. you, Andrew, uh, Andrew, the one time I went over to your office, you had... Uh, you have That's... a you have like a fifty five inch flat screen hanging right in front of your desk, and you were watching like the Fast and the Furious Seven or whatever it was. Yeah, it was some Vin yeah. Diesel garbage. Oh, not even close. You're not watching that close. while you're working, and you're going to tell me, "Oh, I'm not, I don't watch TV." Yeah, yeah. Come I, on, I, I do have a TV in my office, maybe strategically placed where it's right in front of my desk. I can't confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can confirm that I do have background noise playing on said TV, and uh, but yeah, that's about the that's about the extent of it. <laughs> is this? Are you just trying to cover because you, you're afraid that your boss is going to listen in and find out that he's paying you to watch TV most of the time? Oh no, I could I could care less. You know me. <laughs> 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 you, you know me. Oh, uh, that's true. I do. All right. So you got nothing. Yeah. But there, but there's stuff. I mean, there's stuff on my TV going like the Trailer Park Boys and and the Office and and stupid stuff that you just have to listen to in the background. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah. Trailer Park Boys. Well, Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. Stuff like that. Andrew, yeah, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little disappointed, Andrew. Hey, I am I am boring when it comes to TV. I do not I do not watch much of it. All right. Well then here I'll 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 have to carry the gonna have to carry the weight on this one. I'm gonna carry the weight on this one since you know I work and I play apparently, so uh as opposed to <laughs> Yeah. Um all right. Uh let's I'm gonna I'm gonna finish with the best. Um I watched a movie here over the weekend with my lovely wife. It was uh it was one of those movies that I thought was pretty stupid. And I was like, Oh, what have I got myself into? But it turned out to be actually kind of semi decent. It was a movie on Netflix called I Care A Lot. It has Rosamund Pike in it and Diane Weist, and it's about a uh and that little short guy from Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, the elf. Yeah. Um uh, he uh 
Anyways, um, it's about a, a lady who is a legal guardian who basically uh, takes over for a lot of old people and just uses and abuses their estates and then uh, kind of gets the, uh, she picks the wrong victim. She picks the uh, the daughter of a, I mean, the mother of a Russian mafia dude to uh, pick on. And so all of a sudden, she's uh, she's come up against one of her uh well, she, she's come up against it. It's like a John Hogan, Jeremy Law fight all of a sudden. There it's, you it's, go. You know, she might have met her match. So, anyways, that's it was a good little movie on Netflix called I Care A Lot. And I saw recently where it won a Golden Globe, or at least this lady won a Golden Globe for her performance, so pretty good. Uh, over on HBO Max, I'm a fan. Oh, we've probably Ooh. talked about it before, but I'm a fan of the TV show Succession. Um, oh, yep. That showed- that thing drives me up the wall. I, you know, it, at first, I, the first five or six episodes, I, it took me a while. And I asked my son. My son was the one who turned me on to it. And he said, y'all, you're really going to like this. And I, I just asked him after the first four or five episodes. I said, is it just this whole family turning on one another and telling each other to <laughs> F off? Yeah. And he goes, well, basically, yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> kind of what it is. But um, anyways, it, it's kind of fun. Two seasons, I believe, so far. And uh, it was two seasons of worthy. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, we we watched. I've watched uh, probably five episodes of that one, I think, somewhere along in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drives me up the wall, those people. And that the show kills me. I, I turned it off. I was, I was angry after I was done watching that thing. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I like it because the uh, um, the the main the main thing in it is uh, where they just they tell each everyone to f off. The, when <laughs> when I there's a show on Netflix called The Witcher, which is absolutely great. And if you're a science fiction fantasy kind of you know knucklehead, it's awesome with Henry Cavill. But the whole my family jokes about it because we'd go, what what do you think of when you think of The Witcher? And we go because mm, that's what he does the whole time. He just grunts. Yeah. Hey, hey, would you like a ginger ale? Mm. Hey, would you like a million dollars? You know, hey, would you like uh, 15 naked women? Mm. Yeah. You know, he just grunts. And in succession, it's, hey, would you like a ginger ale? F off. Hey, <laughs> yeah. would you would you like a million dollars? F off. You know, yeah. so everyone tells each other to F off. So anyways, but succession is, is kind of fun. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, another one that I'm, I'm, I haven't watched, but I'm eager to watch. And it was, it came as a result of uh, a recommendation, both from the guest that we just had on the podcast, uh, the other night, Cliff Cook from Missouri state assistant coach, but also from our friend, the wizard, all hat, no cape. He recommended bear town. Cliff Cook recommended bear town as the, uh, as the book. And he said, I think it's been made into a TV series and literally it's a coincidence the wizard, all hat and no cape, sent me a, a text and he said, "Hey, you should check out this movie or this series on HBO Max, Bear Town." And so uh, I'm eager to see it. Um, my wife has recommended two other things, and I watched, I watched one of them. I didn't watch the other one, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, she said Finding Ohana is very good. And I watched uh, the series called Away, which I thought was very good with her. Um, unfortunately, Away is has not been renewed, so it's only one season. But um, Away is a, 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 a finding Ohana is about some kids that go to Hawaii and find out about their family. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess they're kids out in New York and they find that, you know, they're mysteriously Hawaiian or something like that. Oh, um, sounds like it put me to sleep. Away is about, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about a, a space mission to Mars and that these people are going to be gone and they're going to be away from their family for a long time. So, uh, anyways, uh, and it's written by, a, it, it was written, um, it, it derived from a, and this is, this is me, this is going deep down the rabbit hole, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> it was written, uh, it, it was derived from an, uh, from an article in Esquire magazine written by a fella named Chris Jones, I believe is his name. Um, you know, I've got to look it up on Twitter. His name is Enswell Jones. It's E-N-S-E-W-J-O-N-E-S. Let me make sure I get that right. Twitter.com, Enswell Jones. Yep, Chris Jones. Chris Jones wrote this story in uh, in Esquire magazine many, many years ago when he turned it into a TV series on uh, that was picked up by Netflix called Away. And it's about a, a family that goes away, you know, uh, into space. And it talks about, you know, leaving your family. It focuses on that, you know, leaving your family and what they go through while you're off in space for a year or two and what you go through when you've left your family off in space for a year or two. Now I bring up the fact of who wrote it in his Twitter handle Enswell Jones, because this guy is an incredible storyteller. Yeah. And on, if you're on Twitter, this is a side thing before we get to my number one, got to watch. If you're on Twitter, you got to follow this guy Enswell Jones E-N-S-W-E-L-L Jones, J-O-N-E-S. He is the funniest storyteller that I've seen on Twitter in a long time. And every Friday at noon, noon Eastern, 11 Central, he usually rips off a nice story. Now, it has an awful lot to do. Sometimes these stories have a lot to do with bodily functions and, you know, stuff that he's, <laughs> stuff that he's gotten in trouble for. Um, you know, nice. stomach, stomach problems, you know, he might've eaten the wrong thing and had to find, <laughs> you know, had, had to find secret places around campus to go to, to make sure that, you know, he wasn't blowing people out. Um, <laughs> but the guy is hilarious. He is absolutely 100% hilarious. He's, uh, on his Twitter, his, his Twitter profile says idiot period storyteller period. <laughs> he is, he is he is hilarious. Yeah, give him a give him a follow, or at least go back and read some of his funny stories. There's a story I'm telling you, Andrew. <laughs> There's a story uh, when he was out, and a guy he was out with a bunch of guys, and they got uh, one of them got stung with a jellyfish. And you can kind of let's see where that's going if you oh, know yeah. how to get rid of the sting of a jellyfish. Oh, it's yeah. it's hilarious. There's another story where he's talking about how he's in Hong Kong with his father in bed. Um, yeah, he, he's got a lot of stories. He's from, uh, Canada and, um, and, but, but he's, he's a great follow. So anyways, I can't say enough about the, the show away, but also the, the writer who wrote it, Chris Jones, Enswell Jones on Twitter. And, and then Andrew, the last thing that I'll say is, uh, the, the wizard all hat, no cape has been after me for a long time to watch the show on Apple TV called Ted Lasso. And I'm. Oh God! Well, go ahead. I watched the first episode of that. You you got to you got to watch more than the first episode, Andrew. <laughs> it, we're in the middle of this pandemic. It's this pandemic is we're coming up on almost on one year since we got into this. One year since Rudy yep. Gobert tested positive Cough. before the, all over the microphones. Yep. Before yeah, exactly. Coughed all over the microphones and then tested positive before an Oklahoma City Thunder game. 
on uh, March the 11th, I think it was. So, um, but the Ted Lasso, it's a 10, uh, 10 episode series on Apple TV, half an hour. Most of the shows are about half an hour, 33 minutes each. It's about a guy who's a football coach from the United States who goes over to coach a team, a soccer team in England. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, if you think it's if you kind of think of a little bit like major league, uh, this, this team in England is run by a woman who wants to, you know, run the team into the ground. So she thinks she finds the biggest idiot in the world to come and, <laughs> yeah. and run the, run the, the team. So it can just be awful. And it turns out he is just the nicest guy in the world and he <laughs> yeah. makes everybody around him nice. And he has a positive a view on the world, and I'm telling you, Andrew, um, in this pandemic that we've that we're suffering through, those ten episodes, thirty minutes or so each, are the bomb. They're the salve that our souls need because it's <laughs> positive. It's nothing but positivity, and it makes you feel good about yourself. You know, it, there's now there. You know, they have some bad things going on in there. I mean, there's a couple of turds, you know, of, of players, and there's you know, yeah. s- uh, the the lady is uh, the lady owner um, is clearly you know she's bitter about a divorce, and you know the guy's he's you find out Ted Lasso is going through a divorce himself. Yep. Um, but you know, despite despite all of that. It's real life, but it's also, you know, positive stuff. And it's, uh, it's, it's a very, very, very good, it's a very well-written show. A lot of, uh, a lot of deep inside stuff. If you pay attention to it, I, I've watched it twice now. Actually, I've watched it three times. Um, oh, no, it's, it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. And I cannot say enough good things. If there's one show on this, out of this dumb podcast, um, that I hope everybody watches. I hope it's Ted Lasso, and I hope that everybody... Ted Lasso. Yeah, I hope that everybody <laughs> uh, um, gets the same gets the same out of it that, that I've gotten out of it, which is, you know, we need a lot more positivity and a lot more feel-good. And I'm, I'm not saying this as a sap. I'm just saying it as a, as a realistic type of a thing. It, you know... Um, these guys are dealt some really, sometimes some really bad situations. And instead of sitting there and getting down in their dumps, they, you know, they pull up on their bootstraps and they say, let's, let's make the best out of this thing. One of the, one of the things he says in there is to be a goldfish because goldfish only have a 10 second memory. So, <laughs> you know, be a goldfish. Yep. And, um, in this pandemic, it's probably on all of us to, uh, uh, you know, to have some positivity and I just can't say enough good things. And I am so, I'm so grateful that, um, that the, that the wizard clued me in on this. I'm, I'm kicking myself at times that I didn't get in on this sooner, but, uh, I'm grateful that I got in on it when I did, because it, uh, it's, it's an excellent, excellent, excellent TV show. So you cannot go wrong. And Andrew, I would suggest to you, if you've only watched the first episode, I would suggest you watch uh, the, the next two or three, and it's yeah, it's I, pretty good. I think I've watched the first one. I think my wife has watched three or four of them so far. So, yeah, she she would probably agree with you. I 
I I I I turned it off after the first one. I, mm. I fell asleep. That's all right. That's all right. I fell I fell asleep on it. So give it give it give it another chance. Um, yeah. Give it another chance. It's um it has nothing to do. It, it has something to do with sports, and it has something to do with um soccer. But it's not a sports show. It's a show about relationships and about people and how they interact and deal with one another. And this guy. You know, they, everyone tries to, to bring him down and he, you know, he just has a positive look on aspect on life. And you might think that, you know, he's going through life as a rube or as, you know, in his own little world or whatever, but, um, it's infectious and it rubs off on people and it's, it's, it's just a damn good TV show. There you go. So worth your while. I think it's worth, worth your four, $4 and 99 cents a month for Apple TV. So anyways that's that's where i'll 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 be done with my tv i think that's the the end of my tv thing so (laughs) ted lasso number one number two follow enswell jones because he's hilarious on twitter he's just and read some of those stories oh my god there's there's some story he has some gi issues i'm telling you what and and, and, and they're hilarious he also has some anger issues he talks his most recent story was about um almost getting into a fight at uh, at the Toronto airport, <laughs> with because of a T-shirt that he was wearing, and uh, so oh. it's it's uh, it's 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 pretty good. But Ted Lasso, Enswell Jones, and then uh, I guess we can you know talk about the uh, the the Witcher or uh, uh, what's the uh, the Away or yeah any some of those other ones. I, I care a lot. I care a lot. It was surprisingly it was surprisingly entertaining. How about that? I'm not going to say it was good, but it was surprisingly entertaining. There you go. There you go. So, all right. Anything else there on your uh, on your mind there, Andrew? That we need to uh, need to address? Nah, not that I can think of. I'm gonna walk into the Blazers Ice Center, and I guarantee there's gonna be a movie or a TV show on on that TV, and you're gonna be sit there, eyes glued to it. You're gonna be watching oh, like I'm, My Name Is I'm, Earl and watching The Crab Man <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm tomorrow. I'm firing up Bear Town when I get there. Yeah. All right. all right. Yeah. Yeah. You won't find me playing Secession, but yeah, I'll 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 have Bear Town on for you. Bear Town is a, apparently a little story. I haven't. I've, I've got the book. I got to. I'll admit it. We had Coach Cook on on Monday night. I the book arrived at my office today, um, and I'm I'm intrigued. To read it. It's about uh, hockey in, um, in up in Montana. So I, I'm intrigued. Want to give it a whirl and see what it's all about. There you go. So, all right. Well, hey, um, appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you can find it and rate it, I don't know. If, if, I don't know how you do that, but um, yeah. Do it. Hey, but no, go ahead and do no. it. Rate and rate us. Don't 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 give us you know a two or three stars. Give us give us as many stars as they're allowed to give. Oh yeah, um, Andrew's worth it. <laughs> yeah, we are. Just for, just so you can bag on Ohio, Andrew's worth it. <laughs> Um, but follow the Western CHL on Twitter at Western CHL. Um, it's also at westernchl.com. I joke around. I'm saying, you know, I'm going to get to the website. Nah, I'm probably not, but whatever. Probably not. Probably yeah. not going to. Not, not during this pandemic season. I'm probably not. Um, the WCHL podcast is also on Twitter at WCHL pod. I'm on Twitter at CJP and OKLA. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM, S T I C K F O R D A M. Follow us or uh andrew hey how's your hashtag coming along oh yeah it's just going great thanks yeah i appreciate it kind of that went yeah. over like a lead balloon didn't it 
Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. Chris one, Andrew zero. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm sure you called those guys right away. No, I haven't talked to them. Oh, okay. Not about that. <laughs> I've talked to them, but yeah. not about that. Yeah, I yeah, bagged. Uh, I bagged on haircuts and other things, you know, rankings and. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still working on it. All right, all right, all right. Uh, we appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to this podcast. We uh, we're kind of excited a little bit about nationals, but I'm also got to admit. I'm more excited about the end of the season so uh, everyone can get well and healthy and vaccinated and whatnot so that we can uh, get back to playing a 10-team conference in uh, fall of 21 and uh, we can kind of get back to normal. So Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm, I'm totally ready to get back to normal. Yeah, I mean, it's March the 3rd and I'm kind of ready for August already. So uh, let's, let's, let's get back to uh, some normal times and we can go back to uh, whining about more people than just Ohio. Yes, I am, I am ready to get back to normal, get ready to play some hockey. I am ready to do it. Yeah, I bet. I bet. All right. Hey, appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed uh, talking to Cliff Cook uh, last podcast. And Andrew, we're glad to have you back on this one. Um, let's everybody, let's focus on, um, let's pay attention to what Ohio does with Liberty. Uh, just because of Andrew, let's pay attention <laughs> to uh, some penalty minutes up there in Midland Waldorf. Let's watch some Missouri State uh, Maryville. Let's hope the coaches do not fight. And yeah. the, um, uh, you know, if you're if you're at the store and you happen to run across some Chick Fil A sauce, uh, just kind of put it in uh, back on the shelf and then get some Polynesian sauce because it's so much better. Uh, no, not not even close. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, take care of yourself. Take care of the people that are around you. If you have the chance to get vaccinated, please do. Um, keep wearing a mask. Wash your hands. Let's socially distance so we can uh, get back to normal here in August and play some normal games. And have a normal season and get back to uh, watching movies in a movie house and TV on your TV and, you know, the way life ought to be. Yep. No, totally. Let's, I, I am totally ready. I'm sure along with everybody else. All right, Andrew, I'm going to hit the button. Here we go. Ready? All right, yeah, everybody. I, I guess, hold on, hold on. I was going to, oh. I, I know, here, I screwed that up because <laughs> here, here's what I was going to hit. Ready? Yeah. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> that is that is not our exit. That's right not there. our exit. That, although it probably should be. No, no, no doubt. <laughs> you, know, you know what our exit really should be? <laughs> yes, that's more, that's more fitting for us for sure. Oh, here we go. Get us out of here, Andrew. All right, everybody. Sorry about making you listen to us. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Look after each other. And we'll catch you on the flip side.